Welcome to the Weekly Word from St. Andrew Lutheran Church in Farmersville, Ohio. ...and guests who are here with us this morning, as well as to everyone joining us by video. We want our visitors and guests to know that we practice open communion. We invite all baptized Christians to receive the Lord's Supper with us this, today. The slideshow of all those whom we wish to remember on this day uh, was showing before the worship service, and it will also be showing during communion and after the worship service, if you wish to stick around to view the slideshow. Next week, we look forward to our children and youth leading the worship service for our Fall Youth Sunday. Feel free to invite your friends and relatives to worship with us. This is the second official announcement of our annual meeting, which will take place on Sunday, November 14th, immediately after the worship service. That is after next week's worship service. Copies of the proposed budget and endowment fund disbursement for this year are available for distribution. Elections for church council will also be taking place. Please see any one of the trustees if you are in need of an absentee ballot. This year, we will be observing our in-gathering Sunday also on November 14th, as camp currently has a great need of food in order to provide for our community this holiday season, we will be having a special donation drive for the next month. You are invited to bring small cans of non-perishable food items to share with camp, so camp may be able to share with our neighbors this season. Thank you in advance for your generosity, and thank you also to everyone who has already contributed to our donation drive this year. Our community Thanksgiving service is coming back. It will be two weeks from today on Sunday, November 21st at 4 o'clock p.m. at Slifers. And we look forward to once again gathering as one community, as one church, as we thank God for his blessings and his preservation this past year. The other announcements I leave to your own reading. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Tom.
Thank you, Tom. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Kay. Thank you, Kay. Are there any other announcements for this morning? Yes. Choir will, be, choir will be rehearsing after the worship service today. Feel free to stay if you are interested in, in singing with the choir. At this time, let us begin with prayer. O Lord, our Maker, Redeemer, and Comforter, we are assembled in your presence to hear your holy word. We ask you to open our hearts by your Holy Spirit that through the preaching of your word we may be taught to repent of our sins, to believe on Jesus in life and death, and to grow day by day in grace and holiness. Hear us for Christ's sake. Amen.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The scripture says that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Most merciful God, we confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for us and for his sake forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, your people are knit together in one holy church, the body of Christ our Lord. Grant us grace to follow your blessed saints in lives of faith and commitment, and to know the inexpressible joys you have prepared for those who love you. Through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You may be seated as we continue with the readings. The first reading today is from Isaiah 26, verse 1 through 9. In that day this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. Open the gates that the righteous nations may enter, the nation that keeps faith. You will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast, because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord, is a rock eternal. He humbles those who dwell on high. He lays in the lofty city low. He levels it to the ground and casts it down to the dust. Feet trample it down, the feet of the oppressed, the footsteps of the poor. The path of the righteous is level. O upright one, you make the way of the righteous smooth. Yes, Lord, walking in the way of your laws, we wait for you. Your name and renown are the desire of our hearts. My soul yearns for you in the night. In the morning, my spirit longs for you. When your judgments come upon the earth, the people of the world learn righteousness. The second reading is from Revelation 22, verses 1 through 5. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and from the lambs down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood a tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be upon their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp, nor the light of the sun. For the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. Here ends the reading.
Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter, beginning at the first verse. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters, grace and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is indeed a special day because on this day, we remember all those both on our slideshow as well as others whom we choose to remember this day, those who led the way, who led the way before us who led the way and prepared and prepared this church for us and who and who and whose influence is greatly felt today as their influence is what has made us into the church we are today we remember all those whose legacy and whose influence impacted us in so many other ways even though many of these many of the people whom we remember may not have been our direct family members. In many ways, they were, family, they were family to us because they helped raise us, influence us, and impact us. So today, we remember all those who served as examples and teachers for us and those who led the way to help us grow into the kind of people and the kind of church we are today. Today we also we also remember that just as these just as these saints all those who have gone before us led the way in a similar kind of way the earliest ohio settlers who came and settled this land long before any of us were any any of us or any of our own ancestors were probably born also came to also came to settle in this land to lead the way for others and to lead the way for us to be living here today. What we, many of, those, many of those earliest settlers were probably our ancestors. Many of us can probably trace our, can trace our lineage back to those earliest settlers. So today, once again, we remember all those who have led the way, those who have been an influence, those who have impacted us, those who have led the way to help raise us and help us grow, and most of all, 
those who led the way to help us grow and mature as Christians and as a church. But today we do not simply remember those on our slideshow and all those whose names, whose names are in our own family trees and whose names are in our lists of our family friends. Today we also give thanks for the saints of all time, the saints of the past 2,000 years, those, who, those whom we remember who also served as both examples and encouragers for us in our own struggle with faith, those whose stories we have heard, stories of, stories of those who served as examples of faithfully following Jesus, even in the midst of adversity and, difficult, and difficulty. One of those saints is, is even the namesake of our congregation, St. Andrew, who was, the, who was the very first disciple Jesus called. And St. Andrew serves in, as an example for us because as a fisherman, Jesus came and called him and said, follow me. And then Andrew, along with his, along with his brother Peter, dropped everything they had, dropped their fishing nets, and went and followed Jesus. So ultimately, well, that, that is the example that all the saints whom we remember today have led, the way, have led the way for us in following, in dropping everything, leaving everything else behind, and following Jesus. The earliest Ohio settlers, for example, certainly did that. They had to leave behind their, their old homes, whether they were in Europe or another, part, or another part of this country. They had to leave everything behind and trust God to help them survive in a new land. They had to leave everything behind, drop everything, and trust that, th that where they were being led was where God wanted them to be. And we too follow that same example. As we continue, even after this pandemic, to move forward, we move forward not knowing the direction, not always knowing the direction in which we are going, but we trust that God is leading us, and we follow him wherever he leads, trusting that wherever he leads is where he wants us to be and is the best direction for us. And as the saints of today, the saints who are the heirs of the heritage of all those who have gone before us, we give thanks that in many ways, our ancestors, both in our families and in our faith, were truly blessed. The saints were blessed in many, in many, other, in many ways. And we give thanks that today, all those who have gone before us now rest in safety and security because they see God face to face. They are, they are living with him in his direct presence which is what we look forward to as well. This promise is actually in Revelation 22.5. There will be no more light. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light. They now rest in perpetual and eternal light, free from the struggles, the cares, the sorrows, the anxieties, the sadnesses of this life, freed from all the uncertainty and from the darkness of this life, 
freed from illness, from injury, from all sorts of other things, resting safely and securely with God in immortality, never to die, living forever. And this promise was made possible because Jesus died on the cross and rose again, defeating death so that everyone who believes in him will also not, will also not cease to exist, which is what we usually think death as, death as being. Everyone who believes in him will not simply cease to exist, but will instead live forever. We also look forward to this promise when we too will see God face to face, when we will shine in his light, and when we will live with him for all eternity. In the meantime, while we continue to struggle here on this earth, we also have a calling. We have a sacred calling for which God has set us apart. Revelation 22.5 continues, and they will reign forever and ever. We may not always realize it, but the saints in heaven actually reign alongside Jesus in his kingdom. And we too, while we are here on this earth, are also blessed to reign. You could say that as saints, as people who have been called and set apart by God, we rule the world, not in a political sense, not, not, in that, not in that kind of sense. But as I talked about last week, as Christians who are baptized and who are called, we are given the authority of Jesus. We are made authority figures, and we are given the authority of Jesus to speak and act on his behalf. We speak and, hack and act on his behalf, telling other people how much he loves them, how gracious, how forgiving, how merciful he really is, how much he has to offer, how much he promises, and inviting people to believe in Jesus and to accept him as Savior so that sins can be forgiven, lives can be restored and changed, Hearts can be renewed and changed. Hearts can be set on fire again. Lives can be turned around. All of this is how we rule the world, by helping to spread Jesus' kingdom, by acting on his behalf, and acting according to his authority. Jesus' kingdom is indeed one where all of us as Christians together live and work together in unity. Today we also remember that the saints are not limited to one denomination, one group, or one church, but that the saints of all time are all those who believed in and followed Jesus, just as we do today. And in Jesus' kingdom, all those who believe in him and follow him are part of his kingdom. And it is our calling to help spread that kingdom. His kingdom, where true love is experienced, where true acceptance is experienced, 
where grace and forgiveness for the changing of life is experienced, and most of all, where healing is experienced. We see a vision of this as well in Revelation 22.2, where it says, On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. We live in a world today that is divided by arrogance, anger, and selfishness. We live in a world today that is divided by hatred and sickness. I would even call hatred and violence and, and division to be sicknesses because they make, the, they make the earth, they make the world unwhole. They make the world unwholesome and they make the world into something other than it is meant to be. And so as Christians, we are blessed to carry on the work of Jesus, to carry on Jesus' ministry and kingdom. And so we are blessed to heal and serve. We are blessed to bring healing into the lives of those who need to be restored to wholeness in any way, to pray for those who are suffering from illness, to work to, work to alleviate the sufferings of all those who are suffering from poverty and oppression, to work to bring peace where there is division and conflict, to work to bring unity where there is division and violence, to work to bring cooperation where there is any kind of division. This is how, on Jesus' behalf, we can help to heal the world and carry on his work of healing the world. As I said a few weeks ago, we exist as a church and as Christians not for ourselves, but we exist for others. Specifically, we exist to serve others. We exist to be of service and to be of assistance. We exist to help others in whatever way is needed. We exist to serve others by providing whatever, whatever kind of help, whatever kind of assistance, whatever kind of, whatever kind of aid is needed at any given time. So once again, we are blessed to heal and serve. Jesus himself sums all this up today in our gospel reading in the Beatitudes. And as, and, and as we hear this passage today, and, and as I read this passage today, this, the Beatitudes actually has a special kind of meaning for me. When I served, when I served in Northern California, one particular shut-in, someone who I definitely would call a saint in every sense of the word, every time I went to go visit her in the nursing home, she would request that before I gave her communion that I read the Beatitudes. And so whenever I read the Beatitudes, I always think of her, and I remember the promise, the, the promise that she, that, that just as she, shortly after, I, shortly after I left, went to go live with Jesus, we too will also live with Jesus forever. Once again, Jesus sums up what being, a, what being a Christian, 
what, what being called to rule the world by healing and serving the world looks like in the beatitude life. Being poor in spirit means embracing our need for God. Mourning means experiencing God's comfort in our pain. Being blessed, being blessed to mourn, that is. Being blessed to be meek means choosing humble submissiveness over ambition and authority. Once again, we are called to heal and to serve, and we exist solely for the benefit and the assistance of others. <clears throat> being hungry for righteousness meaning longing for God to make all things new. Being merciful meaning extending God's incredible compassion and mercy. Being pure in heart meaning making our hearts fully God's in all we think, say, and do. In other words, by our own conduct, by our own thoughts and actions, showing God the proper respect and honor which is due to him, and by showing God proper respect and honor, also showing proper respect and honor to the name of Christian. Seeking peace, being a peacemaker meaning, bringing healing togetherness and fullness to our world, once again seeking to bring unity cooperation, and healing, and peace. And being, per and being persecuted because persecution does take various forms. It means, once again, according to the examples of all the saints who have gone before us, the saints who, whose example of faith we follow today, following Jesus no matter the cost. It means following Jesus wherever he leads, and since we follow Jesus wherever he leads, we are always to be mindful of the fact that there will be others who will come before us, those who are now growing up and those who have yet to be born. There are others who are looking to us as examples for how to follow Jesus right now. There are others whom we are to teach, whom we are to mentor, whom we are to guide in, in following Jesus, to help them learn how to follow Jesus as well so that they too can serve as guides to, to generations to come for following Jesus. And in this way, just as those who have gone before us were blessed to lead the way, we too are blessed to lead the way. In just a few moments, we will receive another reminder of how blessed we are and how blessed we are with this privilege of being able to lead the way as we come forward to receive communion. Communion serves a special purpose for us because as Jesus gives us his true body and blood to eat and drink, we are united to Jesus. Communion unites us to Jesus. Communion also unites us to each other by being united to Jesus and reminds us that even as we share one common faith in Jesus, we are also united with all, those who, with all those who worship in other places today and those who have worshiped in the sanctuary before us. So, so communion also reminds us, or communion also unites us with the saints of the past by our carrying on the remembrance of Jesus' sacrifice. Rem carrying on the faith
carrying on the faith and the trust in God and trust in his sacrifice that all those who have gone before us also, also carried. Communion also reminds us that even, as, that even as we are fed, we are also to carry on the mission and calling of the saints of all time to feed. Even as we are fed, we are also to feed. Even as we are served, we are also to serve. Even as we are helped, we are also to help. We are to give what we are given. It unites us with the mission of the apostles to tell people about Jesus, to encourage each other and pray for each other in Jesus' name, to feed each other and to feed others. So let us continue on in this calling to which others who have gone before us were called and served as examples to us. And let us follow their example, that even as they led the way for us, we are to lead the way. So let us continue, as we are continuing to be led by Jesus, to lead the way for each other, and to lead the way for all those who will come after us. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And now together let us confess our faith, and together let, with all the saints of every time and every place, let us confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
of all that is seen and unseen, we believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the blood and the life of the world to come. Amen. Hear our prayer. God of peace, we give you thanks for nations of peace that serve as a refuge for all whose homelands are afflicted with violence. Strengthen those who continue to work for peace and support all veterans who carry the scars of war. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Hear our prayer. God of justice, we praise you for the feeding ministries and for all meals that bring people together for nourishment and fellowship. Bless chefs, bakers, servers, dishwashers, communion assistants, and meal ministry coordinators. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. God of the ages, we give you thanks for the saints of this congregation who have inspired, challenged, Hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Please feel free to place your offering in either one of the plates at the back of the sanctuary. We wish to let our visitors and guests know that you are under no obligation to give. This service is our gift to you. Merciful Father, 
thanksgiving, what you have first given us. Ourselves, our time, and our possessions, signs of your gracious love, receive them for the sake of him who offered himself for us. Jesus Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. indeed right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks and praise to you O Lord Holy Father through Christ our Lord and so with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven we praise your name and join their unending hymn Betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of your sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, 
and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. This is the Lord's table, to which he invites all who believe and are baptized to come and feast on his body and blood. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Come, for all is ready.
please stand. The body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Subscribe to the Weekly Word. Please visit your favorite podcast provider. May God bless you now and always.